So hello and welcome back to the Land Party podcast. This is the third episode and we're going to go through the concept today. Oh, a little dab there. Love it. Um, so we're going to go through the concept today of what Land Party is and why it's a needed thing within the industry. So to start off, I'm just going to frame it with the opportunity of we currently use on average a total of 5.4 social media networks. And by 2023, that's looking to go up to about 10.2 social media networks. And this is the average person. This isn't even extreme use. So this gives us an opportunity to look into more niche social media networks um, and expand what a social media network is. It doesn't need to be capsule. It can be we look at gamers in general. And when I say niche network, the gaming industry is huge. There's a couple of billion people who all class themselves as enjoying games or being a gamer in general. So while it is niche, it's still a massive network. Um, and this is already starting to come into play. I think, Rory, you've got some amazing facts to say about some. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I recently saw on TV um, one of these cooking things where they invite celebrity guests on and they go and cook around. They had uh, James May, and he's actually started a sort of social network called Drive Tribe. Um, and it's just for car enthusiasts and things like people like that who just want to go in and talk about these cars, discuss cars. And he mentioned, you know, there's only so much you can say about a car and so many edits you can do to a car. Um, and then he's like, oh, you could do it with food. You know, there's so much you can do. You can do anything with food. You can shove it in stuff. You know, people put chocolate in chili, that sort of thing. Yeah. What's, what's happening there? It's amazing. Yeah. But... So you can just do all of these things with it. And as you were saying, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of networks, but there's no niche networks necessarily um, out there. Maybe except for Drive Tribe, which is getting on to being a social yeah. network. But currently, it's sort of the in between of social network and a forum. Um, yeah. So yeah, with Lampart, it's just being able to provide a platform that allows gamers to uh, come into one unified location rather than having the likes of Discord, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. Um, and that, I mean, that as you were saying, you know, sorry, what yeah. was it? Five point eight. Five point four at the moment. It's five point four. Ten point right. So five yeah. point four. That's already five that you're using <laughs> just for a gamer. Um, it's, it's mad. Absolutely insane. And it's trying to bring everyone in together into one place yeah. rather than having a multitude of various other people in yeah. different locations. It's just going to make it easier for anyone in the gaming industry, whether you like, whether you just like games yeah. and you just want to keep up with the latest news and streamers, whether you're a streamer, a team or a publisher, having to manage all of those different things, like you said, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Freaking yeah. TikTok now as well and Reddit. Yeah. Having to manage all of those takes so much time where you could just do it in one place and you know the gamers are there in that one location. Yeah. I th think um I think Sid had some good points as well on how yeah. uh about all the cookies and everything and how it revolves around all these sort of uh, applications that are currently yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's over over eight in ten males aged 16 to 24 and 85 percent of esports fans uh, are either deleting cookies using private browsing windows or blocking ads 
which uh, which makes them a really hard audience to target. Yeah, it's crazy. It's um, we were saying before we started recording how we're getting adverts on Facebook for like Hello Fresh, which isn't all the time. At all. Yeah, and it's just because we're using private browsers, we're using more secure browsers. So if you're doing an advert on Facebook, although you can do targeting, like Sid was saying, you've got this 85% of people who are probably not getting your ads at all because they're not being targeted. They can't be targeted. So at least with a platform like Lamparty, you know at least, at the very least, everyone on there is going to be a gamer or interested in gaming in some kind. So if you're promoting the latest Call of Duty or mechanical keyboard or whatever, at least you know that they'll at least be semi-interested. It's not just we're going to throw it to people and hope for the best. Yeah. Um, and then on our platform as well, there's going to be even more detailed targeting as well. So you can target people based on the specific interests in games. It's not just this people like gaming, so they'll probably like this. They like these particular types of games. And that's what they interact with. So they're more likely to know about or be interested in the game you're promoting. It's things that you can use artificial intelligence to read on what they're, what they're streaming the most of, what, they, what streams they watch the most, what pay, pay, uh, posts they like the most, pages they yeah. like. And then, for example, like we were discussing you know, yesterday, um, <clears throat> you love Overwatch, I love Call of Duty. And you would want to see everything about Overwatch. And yeah. A good description would be you've got you've got a bunch of files at home. You don't have a filing cabinet, and you've got to work your way through all these things to find this one little thing. And that's how Facebook is. You 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 go through all this yeah. feed of just rubbish and Twitter as well. All of them really to find one bit of information that you're like, oh, that's quite interesting. Whereas on here, every single bit of information. Well, I, I couldn't necessarily say every bit, but uh, I'm hoping a, a good 90, 95% of the information that you see on your feed, you're going to enjoy um, and you're going to want to see. Not probably, I probably see about 15%, I'd say. On yeah. Twitter, I see maybe 5%. There's nothing I like seeing on there. Facebook, maybe 15 um, it's, it's a very small amount. Yeah. And because of having to use all these different platforms, the actual quality of the things they're posting is a lot lower because they're like, well, I need to post on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter to get the name out there. So I've not got time to actually make content good because I've just got to throw stuff out there to make sure people see it, um, which is, is just madness. From an, so, uh, for, for, sorry, Steve, carry on. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going to say like, from my perspective as well, like I, I don't play games on my phone. It's just, I just don't enjoy any of them. And so I don't want to see things about games on phones. Which you always see everywhere you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, so many, so many. Yeah. Um, and then there's other things like, um, although I'm a casual gamer and I play Overwatch, not even Rory, my own brother, wants to play Overwatch with me. <laughs> I know. And so <laughs> I've never played it with other people. It's literally just been me the the entire what two years I've been playing it and so being able to find people to play is just impossible at the moment so actually having somewhere where you know 
all these gamers are you're following Overwatch in particular, it would be easier for me to connect with people who enjoy Overwatch and we can find people to play with and play in a nice team. Same goes for me with Call of Duty, really. I don't really have anyone to play it with. Um, I love playing it by myself. I really enjoy it. I've got many hours on that game already. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it would be nice just to get, like, five people together to have a six-man yeah. team and just go and have a battle against another six-man team that you can meet on, on the social network. Like, oh, I'm looking just yeah. to battle a few people. Uh, does anyone want to come on? <laughs> and then exactly. You... Just connect these people. Like, yeah. I don't know about... I mean, I don't follow too many people on YouTube, whatever it is, but I've, I'm on, like, 20 different Discord channels, and it's just yeah. possible to keep up because I'm going to have to swap from each Discord channel every time. And I'm on some Discord channels that aren't even related to gaming. So again, they're coming in and then it's it's just hard to keep up at the moment because everything yeah. is so split up. You've got Reddit, which I never I never go on Reddit because I can't be bothered because I've got Discord and then I've got YouTube. And, uh, it just takes so much work to keep up with things. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And it's, like you say, it's trying to do all the advertisement. And also these advertisement costs as well become ridiculously expensive. And so, yeah, Sid being from a kind of esports team platform, how was it at the moment? Like, is it easy or is it hard to promote teams and esports in general? Uh, so at the moment, it's, it's quite hard to start off as an esports team from scratch without any kind of funding. Um, it's especially really hard to promote all the teams since it's not just the organization that needs to promote itself, it's the players as well. They need to dedicate their time or instead of practicing to promote the organization and promote themselves as well. Uh, so uh, so the organization can grow alongside uh, their players. Um, we've also had some streamers under us uh, who agreed to stream in, in exchange of graphical work, which really got us quite, quite a few followers. And But, but uh, nevertheless, it was really hard to uh, get any kind of engagement from the start and, and to grow the organization. Yeah, um, and I think you meant you mentioned about like your team members having to promote themselves as well on Twitter, yeah. which it just it takes time away from them actually playing, which wins tournaments and it makes them better. So really, we need the team to actually play more and spend less time on being on Twitter or Discord, trying to get their names out there. Um, so if there's, there is one platform that they can do that and they, can, they only need to do one platform, then it's going to make it so much smoother and quicker for them. Um, yeah, is there anything else we wanted to say? Well, I'd just like to bring it to a close, I guess, is that it's all the whole concept of this, the whole reason why we're doing this is because, as we've been saying throughout the whole of this episode, is we've all had enough of having to go through different platforms, spend, for example, from my experience, spend money and different amounts of money for each platform. You know, like take Twitch, for example, it's 10 grand for a month um, advertisement. You can't get, you can't do any, any like Facebook ads where you pay like a five or a tenner and you get X amount. You just got to pay lump sum 10 grand. And 
Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And Twitter is a bit weird, if I remember rightly. You have to pay like 50 quid, I think, to start with, and then it's yeah, sort of incremental. Yeah, uh, and Instagram, again, sort of kind of fake concept. <clears throat> but then you've got to pay all this money and you've got to figure out financially uh, the challenges of it. <laughs> Whereas I think Steve found, what was it, sorry, 30% click-through rate on adverts currently throughout YouTube and Facebook. Yeah, and it's kind of around 15, 30%, yeah, yeah, of average click-through rates. But the amount, like we're saying, HelloFresh pops up for me all the time. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want HelloFresh. I don't, I'll just make my own food. I'll go out and buy it from the shop. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if, let's say, that does get 20, 15 to 30% click-through, that's going to be from people who want it, who have maybe busy lives or whatever and want to do it. Mm. Whereas if you had, let's say, HelloFresh again, on a food-related social media network, um, uh, that probably gets 60 or 70% of the click-through. And that goes exactly the same for this. You know, we've got gaming, yeah. we've got esports. Everyone's on there for something and to be part of a, a, a huge group. I mean, there's hundreds of millions of gamers. Um, uh, 22% of the internet, of all internet users in the world, watch esports. And, you know, probably more than that of percentage play games. Yeah. Um, so absolutely huge market. Um, and it's bringing them all into one platform, into one unified platform, where you can do everything that every other platform can do, but not in a messy way, in a unified way. It would become messy if we we're trying to do everything, but we just want to bring gamers in together and bring them yeah. into a connected platform. Just connect everyone together. I love it. Exactly. That, the perfect, perfect summary, really. Um, just to add to what you were saying about HelloFresh and being on different platforms, it's however great Facebook targeting is, it's still limited to the interest of you're interested in gaming in general. So you're going to get shown all sorts of gaming products. Um, adverts so with ours we've we don't need to have a target saying you're interested in gaming because by being on land party it's automatically assumed that you like gaming because that's what the whole platform's about so then we can start to dig deeper into what it is you actually like which is going to prove a lot more effective for advertisers for sure um yeah so that's it for for this session the next podcast is going to be going into more detail around the features we're actually going to have so this one we talked more about the concepts and the ideas and the needs wants and challenges for um for the people we're hoping the users we're hoping to get on board so next time it's really going to be this is what we're actually going to do to help people connect with each other so stay tuned for that one and we'll see you next time.